Chapter 2 The Secret Cellar Bella rarely went to the cellar of the house. It was dark and cold and scary, and she had no reason to ever go down there except to fetch bottles of wine requested from her father. Her parents were big wine lovers, and they had inherited quite a selection with the estate. Villa de la Font was an old family chateau, passed down to her father after his mother had died ten years ago. Bella was born in Paris, where they lived for two years before moving to the French countryside. Bella doesn't remember any of that. For her, Villa de la Font has always been home. She loved everything about the estate and felt very lucky to live in such a magical place. The house truly did have a character of its own, and although things were always falling apart, she felt that that only added to its charm. Bella loved roaming the estate gardens and orchards with packs and picking lavender and berries to bring back to Tilly. She had a treehouse at the edge of the estate woods where her and packs would sit and watch the sunset on balmy summer nights. Fireflies would guide the way home when Tilly rang the dinner bell and Bella would skip back to the house with grazed knees and a grumbling belly and packs always two paces behind. Sometimes the farmer's children would venture onto their land to wage epic slingshot battles. The treehouse always gave Bella strategic advantage, along with Pax's superior sniffing abilities. After a morning of intense war waging, the kids would finally call a truce and convene in the swimming pool for a cold dip and lemonade. The parents would gather under the adjacent oak tree in the breezy shade, sipping gin cocktails and debating the news of the day. Bella's favorite place was of course her bedroom. Tucked away in a small tower, it's almost as if she had her own house within a house. The spiral staircase leading up to her room was easily missed, acting almost like a secret passage. Her room was full of all of her favorite things, her burgundy woven rug from their last trip to Morocco, and her collection of old world maps that her parents added to every Christmas. Her bed was perched on an elevated platform at the end of the room, framed by a massive window overlooking the orchard. The estate had a place for everyone and every occasion. On a rainy day, Bella loved curling up with her favorite novel in the grand but cozy library. It smelled of frankincense, dusty books, and worn leather. When the skies grew dark and gloomy, the Lafonts would gather in the library with warm mugs of Tilly's famous hot cocoa. And as rain pattered and thunder clapped, Mr. Lafont would recite chapters from the great adventure books, The Count of Monte Cristo, The Jungle Book, and Treasure Island. When she wasn't in her office working on her latest academic paper, Mrs. Lafont could most likely be found in the nursery, tending to her flowers, or having tea and scones in the conservatory with Mr. Lafont and an Otis Redding record. But the heart of the house was the large, airy kitchen, which opened out onto the shaded, cobbled patio, where the Lafonts would dine outside in the warmer months, often joyed by various eccentric guests from all corners of the globe. A pang of nostalgia came over Bella. What had always felt like such a safe and comforting home began to feel ominous and empty without her parents. And as she descended into the depths of the cellar, 
She felt a wave of sadness and worry that she might never see them again and that Villa de la Font would never be the same. But she knew she couldn't dwell on such things. There was likely a chance that they were still alive and she was going to do everything in her power to find them. A single bulb illuminated the eerie cellar, exposing the cobwebbed racks of dusty wine bottles. Tilly? Bella called out, wondering where she had run off to. Silence. Perplexed, Bella turned around to head back up the stairs. Just as she reached the first landing, she heard a bizarre sound, a pop and a click of metal. She turned around quickly and saw the back wall starting to swivel inward. Tilly emerged from the shadows behind. Wow! Bella exclaimed. I didn't know that could move like that. What on earth is behind there? And why have I never known about any of this? Tilly was holding a torch in one hand and an iPad in the other. She beckoned Bella to follow her through the fake wall. Come with me. I'll explain as much as I know. This secret annex has been part of your house since the Second World War. I was told it was used as the military planning headquarters for the local resistance forces. Your great-grandfather had it dug out, reinforced, and equipped with the latest technology of the day. It played quite a pivotal role throughout the war. After the war, the place pretty much fell into decay and hasn't really been used since, until three years ago, when your mother decided to give it a second life. Bella was flabbergasted. She had known that the house had played an important role in the war, but she had no idea to what extent. And now? What had her mother been doing down here? And why didn't she know about any of it? Just as Bella's head began to spiral, they reached the metal door with what looked like a biometric door lock. Sure enough, Tilly placed her index finger on the scanner and the door clicked open. Bella's mouth dropped and eyes widened. That's the reaction I expected, Tilly smirked. Now make yourself comfortable in your father's chair. There's a lot I need to tell you.